Go. And that was a great interview right there by Tim and Jimmy. So happy to have them joining us for this week. Um, and now we're going to move in. We're going to do a special edition of 5th and 10 with Jimmy Clausen. And I don't think we've shouted out his Twitter handle yet because he's been tweeting a lot about both Notre Dame as well as NFL and college games around the nation. So get him on Twitter, at Jimmy Clausen. That one's an easy one to remember. Uh, but let's go ahead and head in 5th and 10. I uh, started with the first five questions. Uh, Jimmy, you were 0-2 against Michigan State heading into your junior 2009 season. You went toe-to-toe with Kirk Cousins and uh, with a late, Touchdown pass ended up taking him down. How big was it for you to finally win that rivalry and take home the megaphone trophy? It was huge. You know, just to get one win, you know, playing Michigan State is always a great rivalry and always a fun experience, especially playing in Lansing, just because the fans are pretty crazy there and it's a great environment. But, you know, just to get that win and, and to have a lot of fun in that game, you know, seeing Golden jump into the band, into their band, uh, was just a great experience for not only you know the players, but for the whole Notre Dame Nation. Yeah, remind listeners, he goes twenty-two or thirty-one in that game, three hundred yards exactly, two touchdowns, no picks, and then obviously the game-winning touchdown pass to Golden Tate with five eighteen to go in that game. All right, question number two, talking about this season. Michigan State goes to the college football playoff in 2015, but they were not great against the pass. Nick Saban, Jake Coker shred them in that 38 to nothing thumping on New Year's Eve. And what do you think Notre Dame can take away from that, getting ready to face that same pass defense, uh, uh, you know, this coming weekend? Protection. That's going to be the number one thing for the Notre Dame offense going against Michigan State this week. Number four, the nose tackle, Malik McDowell. He's a highly, highly regarded nose tackle. And Mel Kuyper Jr. said he could possibly be the number one pick in the draft, if not top five. That's going to be the biggest thing for the offensive line is taking care of Malik McDowell as well as the rest of the front seven to give Deshaun Kaiser and the receivers time to make plays down the field. Wow, great insight right there. Um, now I want to follow up this question number three. We've already know that Deshaun Kaiser is number one. It looks like, barring injury, he will remain there. Uh, but interestingly, on Twitter this week, another former Notre Dame quarterback, Andrew Hendricks, chimed in in a conversation and said he thought that Malik Zaire's package versus tech, Texas looked, in his words, quote, packagey, while Deshaun Kaiser appeared to have the full playbook. What were your thoughts on what was given to Malik Zaire versus Texas when it was still a quarterback battle? It's tough to say. You know, being a quarterback, you, you don't really know exactly what's going into the game plan and what packages they do have. Maybe they had the same package, but it was just, you know, down in distance, they couldn't run the same plays. You know, no one really knows that except for the guys, you know, inside that locker room and the coaching staff. But just the way everything seemed to flow in that game, it was it was tough to take out Deshaun because he he had the momentum going, he had the rhythm going. Then you throw Malik in there, and it's just tough sledding. You know they run the ball, you know two plays in a row, and then it's you know third and seven, third and eight. It's just a tough situation to be in as a quarterback. You know not really knowing what game plan you have just because, you know, it's, it's all going to come down to down and distance and, you know, the flow of the game. Well, 
I mean, interesting takes. I really wanted to know what your thoughts were, so appreciate that. Uh, moving into the, the rest of the offense and heading into this game against Michigan State, despite Josh Adams' 10-plus yards average per carry against Nevada, it was still Nevada. They struggled again with the run against Texas. Even you know It was hit and miss. It's been boom or bust. Looking at Michigan State, stud D tackle, um, you know, are they in the issues they've had in the past? Do you think that they're planning to pass even more this week? Is that what you think the game plan may look like against Michigan State? I, I think they're going to throw the ball down the field. Um, you know, I, I think against Nevada, they were setting up the run, run, run. And and not really pushing the ball down the field too much, and, and I think it's gonna it's gonna flip this week. And you know, Coach Kelly has done a great job over his you know career at Notre Dame to change up game plans each and every week to keep the defense on their toes and keep the defensive coordinator guessing to see exactly what he's gonna do. You know, some of the best coaches that I've had, even Charlie Weiss, when when I was at Notre Dame, and some some coaches in the NFL. It's hard for defenses to get a grasp of exactly what you're doing when you're changing your game plan, you know, going from empty one week, starting in two tight ends the next week, to then motioning and then, you know, going back to empty and just mixing it up. It's very hard for defenses and defensive corners, like I said, to get a feel for what Notre Dame is going to be doing. And it's going to, you know, it's going to be fun to see exactly what. You know, they've been practicing all week coming out on Saturday. All right, now I want to flip it on the other side and, and you kind of ask you straight up, Notre Dame's defensive secondary has given up a ton of big plays as well as a bunch of times where they were beaten and ultimately weren't burned. Um, if you're a quarterback preparing to play Notre Dame's defense this week and looking at that secondary, are you licking your chops right now? 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Yeah, if I if I was Tyler O'Connor, you know, a redshirt senior, sat behind Connor Cook for quite a few years, I'm licking my chops right now and saying, who am I going to attack down the field? I, I can attack anyone, to be honest. Um, that, that that that's that's how I would feel. Just you know, looking at the past two games, but how is Connor Cook going to play? Is my big question. You know, he was 13 of 18 for three touchdowns one interception, but you're playing Furman, for crying out loud. I mean, mm-hmm. this is you're going into Notre Dame Stadium. It's going to be a little different than playing Furman. So it's going to be, a, it's going to be a, a big test for him, and I'm looking forward to seeing how he's going to play. Yeah, and I meant to add into that question. How, I mean, it's crazy. Notre Dame is one of three Division One or F- FBS teams that hasn't had a sack defensively yet uh, to even compile the issues defensively. Scary, scary stuff. All right, that's the end of uh, the – Fifth or the <laughs> fifth and ten, the first five questions. We go into multiple choice. For those who've been listening, the first couple. First question is always about food, Jimmy. You played in a couple different NFL cities. I'm going to ask you multiple choice. If you got to go back and eat one dish, are you going to go Chicago deep dish, North Carolina barbecue, or Baltimore crab cakes? Baltimore crab cakes. <laughs> All right. Second question. More passing TDs at the end of 2016. Deshaun Kaiser or Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser. All right. 16. Torrey Hunter Jr. or Equinemius St. Brown? Equinemius St. Brown. 
All right. This one's a little confusing here. Four options on this one, so make sure you pay attention. More TD receptions in 2016. Number one, Golden Tate. Number two, Michael Floyd. Number three, Will Fuller. Number four, all former Notre Dame tight ends in the NFL combined. <laughs> I got to go with the tight end. I got to go with the tight end. So you got Eifert, Rudolph, uh, and uh, Christian Fevoria if he ever gets back on the field. Uh, number five, does Notre Dame beat Michigan or Michigan State or USC by more points in 2016? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michigan State. Well, Michigan State, oh, like in the Spartans, less than USC. All right. That's the end of fifth and ten. Thank you so much, Jimmy. Thank you. I appreciate it.